my name is Gene Maxwell. I'm a veterinarian. I own a, a two veterinarian small animal practice in Middle Tennessee. And my uh, my hobby, I guess you could say, my uh, release and and the thing that I enjoy doing when I'm not uh, at work is is playing music, playing guitar uh, specifically. Uh, so uh, that's what I do. I, I, I uh, got into the habit many years ago of trying to write music, uh, make up music, and um, uh, sometimes with lyrics, but very often no lyrics, just music, uh, and uh, recording that. And then myself and a few, two or three, three or four buddies, we uh, sometimes play it around locally. You know, it's we're certainly don't stray too far from home. It's not like we're widely known or anything like that. But uh, uh, so that's, that's, I guess what I do is the music. Okay. So I have a question because you mentioned right off the bat, you're like, well, I'll start with the career and then I'll add on that. I do this as a release right. or a hobby in the course of your life. Was there like when you were younger, was music a huge part and you thought maybe music will be my career. And how did that fluctuate through the years? Well, uh, yes, maybe a, a couple of times, I, you know, in the back of my head, I kind of, uh, you know, there, certainly when I was, you know, I guess graduating from high school and, and starting college, um, you know, that idea is probably in the back of most young boys' heads at the, at the time. And I had friends that I played music with um, and, you know, we would do certain performances or whatever, but, um, yeah, well, and of course my father, you know, may he rest in peace, but he certainly discouraged that, that line <laughs> of thinking, you know, towards a more, uh, uh, I guess, stable, uh, career opportunity. Um, and, and so that, and that's okay. I mean, I, I, I was not, um, even, even then though, I was not, uh, I guess uh, I didn't suffer any delusions of of what my talents actually were. I, um, you know, on the spot, improvising is not a real skill set that I have. I can sometimes limp through, you know, uh, but it's not. You know, I'm I'm just not a big improviser, and uh, I really can't sing very well so i i mean i do and and i've you know i've gotten a little better at learning how to do it as as the years have passed but so you know i i didn't have any uh you know false illusions about what uh what my talents were and so i was you know i mean i was kind of academically minded too and so it just kind of went that way uh and then Later, after I had gotten my practice started again, that's that's I, part of my story is that in my basically in my last year of veterinary school, uh, I, I got to the point that for about 10 years, I just really didn't play at all because I did not have time uh, graduating and then starting a practice and having starting a family and having a couple of little kids. There just wasn't time to do it a lot. But then after about 10 years or so, I came back to it. And then not long after that, I, I started, you know, writing music. And, you know, at that point, I 
you know, wasn't, didn't have any ideas of, you know, selling my practice and going out on tour or anything like that. But I did like to, to write and record music. And, um, uh, that is about the point in time where home recording became a thing. It became a possibility. Uh, and the, the, the technology, the software, the equipment became affordable, you know, for people to do. And so that, that was something that I always, uh, just kind of fell into naturally right about that age in my, I guess you would say my late, late thirties, early forties, somewhere along in there. Okay. This might be dragging all the way back to the very beginning. Cause I am curious about that. So going back to the beginning, when you mentioned your dad was like, you know, he tried to put me off. Was he super vocal about, I don't want you playing guitar or was he just like, you need to have a career. You need to have a career. No, no. Yeah. He actually, I, I think was happy that I played music, um, and, um, enjoyed it. He enjoyed music in itself. Uh, yeah. but I don't think he, he would have been extremely discouraging, uh, uh, for me to try to, you know, pursue a career in that. Right. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, back in the days, back in those days, you know, a middle-class family could send the kid to college, you know, without uh, a lot of debt. And so since he was footing the bill, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I listened. So, uh, you know, that it's uh, nowadays with student debt being what it is, maybe, you know, things might play out differently, but, but back then it, it, it wasn't that way. So of all the things that you were kind of exposed to as a kid, so kids get a little art, they get some music, they get some literature, they get some acting. Was music the one, did you dabble in any others or was music like the one you kind of glommed onto early on? Uh, I don't, as a, as a kid, I think I took, you know, some art lessons for a while, but I can't do that. And so it wasn't long after that, that some, um, I guess where I really got serious about it was, um, when some at, at my, church some of the older kids in our church group um kind of had a, uh, uh, a youth choir you would speak youth group and uh some of those guys playing guitar uh and that really you know that was probably the first that i had seen it live and in person you know and that you know that really kind of tripped my trigger right there and so i <laughs> i you know i got you know serious about it and i will say that my mother especially was very supportive of that and uh we borrowed a guitar from my cousin who was a little bit older for me and and that kind of got started and then that that was in the summer and then by christmas she she bought me a, a nice at, at the time what was a nice guitar uh so so that's kind of how that went. Was was it acoustic or electric? Yes, it was acoustic. Yes, acoustic. Uh, yeah, that was my first. Now, yeah, now I don't. We I've kind of mentioned this the other day. My I've had so much problems with my hand, particularly my left hand. At this point, I'm pretty much just playing electric because I just don't the quite, fretting holding. Yes, the yeah, on the it's left just hand. I've had multiple. Uh, 
tendon surgeries on my left hand and I just don't have the strength anymore to, to, you know, beat on an acoustic guitar like I did for so many years. But, uh, uh, and it, you know, I, I won't blame my hand problems strictly on guitar. It's, you know, it's everything. It's being a veterinarian, it's doing surgery, it's, you know, typing a lot. I mean, it's all of it together. Just, you know, your hands wear out. So, but it wasn't a particular, there wasn't a particular injury. It was more like, ah, deterioration. Yeah. And then you just, the pain got worse. Yes. No, there wasn't a particular injury. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a repetitive, what well, they call it a repetitive motion injury, basically, uh, to it just time catches up with you. So, but so I still you- play. Right. Exactly. Do you mo- do you play for shorter periods of time? Do you mo- do you moderate what you do? How do you kind of work around that? Well, uh, I'm kind of in the process of figuring that out. I had a I had another hand surgery back in the fall. Yeah, and I was anticipating a extended. Uh, after I'd had one before, I was several months before I could really play because of swelling and stiffness. And I was anticipating that in the fall and it didn't happen. I recovered really quickly and could play as good as I could before, you know. Yeah. Uh, but um, then I think after the surgery in the, in the, several weeks after that, I think I kind of overdid it <laughs> and I'm, I've got some soreness uh, that has kind of been residual from right around Christmas. I, I haven't played an actual gig, you would say, since right before Christmas. We had a, one of my buddies does a lot of the Christmas standards and and, and we, he does them in kind of the you know, Perry Como jazz kind of style sort of thing. And we do that. And I played that and I haven't played a gig since. And after I played that one, I, I felt it uh, for <laughs> several days. So I, I'm still sorting out. And to answer your question, the, I guess the long way of saying, yeah, I do not go for as long as I used to do without taking a break or, you know, relaxing my hand or something. So Okay, so there's one vert like Perry Como standards. That is not the kind of music I've heard you play because I've gotten your CDs that are yeah. Americana, bluegrass, country. Exactly. So tell me where your interests li- have lied. When you started, were you into Christian music, rock music, well, or were you into it? And what are you into now? All, all together, probably all of it together, probably that I can remember the very first in my life and I was probably 11 or 12 this was you know two three years before I started playing guitar the first album that that kind of caught my attention and made me sit up and listen repeatedly was a Bob Dylan album uh and so so there's that but of course growing up in the south like I did it was there was heavy exposure to country music and bluegrass and that did uh you know hook me because I, I do still and still some play a little banjo music. Uh, yeah. not, not a lot. I'm certainly not as provici- proficient on the banjo as I am on the guitar, but all of that was there. All of that that you mentioned is there in the South church music, country bluegrass, uh, you know, uh, and then that was about the time also that, that Southern rock, you know, became a thing, the Almond Brothers. And that was probably the second album that really made me, you know, sit up and pay attention uh, was uh, some of the uh, early Almond Brothers albums uh, right about the time that uh, Dwayne Almond, you know, died and, and all that. 
And and what I liked about some of those southern rock groups, yeah, some of them, they, they it seemed like they put it all together: country, rock, even some bluegrass influences. And and this is kind of where I am now. Uh, they mixed in jazz there as well, uh, you know, some jazz influences. And the other thing about it through high school that I, I did take guitar lessons through high school. And again, my mother was very supportive of that and, and uh, kind of made me do that. And I will say my, my instructor was a former jazz guy. Okay. okay. And so, so he taught me, you know, the basics of reading treble clef and chord structure and all that kind of stuff and made me learn it and made me learn it by, arranging songs and showing me you know the finer points of that uh now so that's the i had lessons for four years and i guess having gone through kind of all that and i know you've heard all those the not all those but the two or three cds we recorded were were there i you know i play in college in vet school i played in a in a old time appalachian mountain music kind of string band and then that's what you know, then there was a, you know, a contemporary Christian group thrown in there that I played in. And then, then those that you heard, one of them guys was a very strong Celtic influence, Celtic music. And, and, and we played that and then fell into the habit of making up our own as we went. <laughs> and so, but then, you know, how, as it happens, people move away, jobs change and, you know, people can't stay in the same place forever. And so, uh, that's kind of fell by the wayside, and some of what I the, the the one or two guys that are left out of that group that I played with have they had also kind of some jazz interests, and and by jazz again go back to what I said earlier. I'm not a improviser. That's not my you know free jazz just making it. That's not my thing. I'm just that's talking what about. I was wondering when you mentioned it. It sounded like when you said jazz, you're like then it sounded like music theory was the part that jazz musician really brought to you. Like it makes you read the music, yes. it makes you learn the chord yeah. structure. Right. Jazz what like listening to jazz. If somebody listened to your music, do you think they'd hear jazz? So when you think uh, jazz, what does that mean to you and your the music? Uh, the like. Now, like you said, that that Celtic kind of mountain music, Appalachian, and see that's the thing. I guess I'm an oddball because I like all of it. I like all of it. Okay, it's you really have to be trying to find some music that I won't listen to and and enjoy. But but specifically, I guess what I mean, maybe I better dial that jazz word back a little bit and say jazz influence. And what I'm talking about is more the chord structures, the voicings, uh, substitutions, and, you know, inversions that just give it more of a jazz kind of feel. And if you listen to the whole of the music that I've recorded in the last, uh, I don't know, seven or eight years, mm -hmm. it's there. You know, true jazz purists would say, oh, you're full of it. You know, that's not what that is. <laughs> it's just it's just the voicings of the chords and the things I try to do over the, the particular, you know, major sevenths and sixths and, you know, uh, minor sevenths and stuff like that. That's just kind of where, where it is.
Okay, that's interesting you said the voicings also, because I think one thing I remember, so listening to the CDs, is that I feel like there's good instrument separation in the way you produced it, where there's just a couple instruments sometimes, and they're very warm. And I think in typical bluegrass, they go much a little more abrasiveness, a little Mm. more all together like one big sound right. and so it did i definitely the production of those cds definitely felt very jazzy well uh i appreciate that and there was some of that in there even then uh like um yeah i mean that even as we kind of we kind of i guess you could say gradually sort of drifted away maybe from the appalachian or or celtic influences but and there was some of that in there and i will say that the four of us, um, really all of us that were involved in it, uh, as it kind of went on, um, we agreed to ourselves and I don't mean to offend anybody that might be listening, but the, the, the bluegrass, um, banjo style in particular and the bluegrass, even the bluegrass, um, mandolin style and, and sometimes the bluegrass fiddle style, if you're not careful, um, it can give you the old ice pick between the, the eyes, yes. you know, feeling, and and it can it can wear on you, even if it's toe tapping and fun and you know upbeat and enjoyable, you know it you can at least I can only listen to it so long. So so what you said about our our cds well thank you very much that was our intent and by design and yeah we might have a banjo in it but it's not gonna be the earl scruggs kind of banjo you know uh fast and furious yeah yeah so anyway i feel like again it's good for it comes out of this very public performance thing where also people aren't listening to music they're listening to this music to dance and tap their toes and jump around and so that's what the music is for and if you translate that right to the cd where people are listening to those cds for all kinds of reasons and it's exactly what you said like this high energy music that i would love in the barn is not so much doing it for me now that i'm sitting in my car or trying to relax or (laughs) And and I will say the the musicians that know me the closest uh, will tell you that um, um, even on electric guitar, when I play the electric guitar, it's it's finger style jazz type songs. Boy, I tell you what, um, the most important th- thing to me is tone. <laughs> the tone that I get out of the guitar. I've spent a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of time and a good bit of money. And, you know, if you could look around my music room and, and at the end of my life, somebody asks you, why didn't Gene Maxwell ever have any money? You can say, well, this is why. Because <laughs> you know? he wanted and, his guitar to sound just a certain way. Yes. And so all of us shared that uh in that group uh, that you're referring to, all of us shared that sensibility and it was more about that than it was anything else, I guess. So. What did the music do when you were younger? It's a different kind of thing. I had the same thing. I started playing guitar when I was like 18, 19. And then I've also had periods where years where I barely played, I would pick the guitar a couple times a year and that would be it. <clears throat> and it felt totally okay. I was never like, Oh no, I need it. When did the guitar come back? Why did it come back? And when you said it's kind of a release, what kind of release does it give you or gave you? Well, um, it came back, I guess my, let's see. Uh, so my, 
oldest would have been about seven uh, years old, my oldest child. And so, you know, and the youngest was like maybe five. So they're not infants anymore. And there's a little more time, you know, and it was really still though, even though with that, it was a lot of just realizing that work had pretty much just become my life and I couldn't keep doing that. I just could not keep doing that. And so uh, fortunately I got asked to be, uh, in it was more or less a mostly at that time bluegrass uh, group, but that was just kind of the thing that that was the inciting incident, I guess you might say. And and uh, it wasn't long after that that I started kind of and was maybe playing a little at church too uh, along. And then after that, it wasn't long till I started writing some music. Um, and so. You know, what does it give me? I don't know if I, you know, I guess the way I describe it is this. Um, if if I get up in the morning or, you know, don't have to be into work early, early or something, if I have time, the most important thing I can do for, for everyone around me before I come to work uh, is play about 20 minutes on, on my guitar. That's the, that's the single best thing I can do for everybody in my life is do that. And I don't know why that is. Uh, I, it's hard to say. Maybe it's, it is relaxation. And, and part of it is though, and this is something I really don't know about too much, but it's almost like, a like I said, I've chased that warm tone, you know, mm -hmm. and, and uh, if you were going to describe my field of jazz, it would be kind of easy listening kind of stuff. And so that it's almost like it's feedback, you know, I play it, but yet I also hear it. And I try not to be too hard on myself when I make mistakes or whatever, but hearing those chords, hearing those tones, uh, hearing that coming back at me, it's a soothing thing. And, and I don't play, uh, you know, a lot of gigs in the course of the year. I think last year I played like eight and that included the Christmas thing and a couple of weddings, but a few times through the course of the year, I'll play at a, a local restaurant or something and really it's just my instrumentals and you could say more or less just dinner music is all it is yeah. but frequently somebody will come up to me after that and say we loved your music it's so relaxing that i'm like touchdown you know i was like that's <laughs> that's it that's how my work here is done you know so um uh, that's, okay, that makes guess, me feel a little less crazy. That description you're talking about that feedback because people do like the guitar. Like, how long you been playing guitar? And you tell them, they're like, "Oh, that's so long." And I always wanted to play guitar. And I'm like, you don't understand. I don't really play it. I mean, I play guitar, but it's not. But it's it's for to accompany myself singing. So part yes. of it is listening to songs. But a lot of times I won't sing. I'll be playing a song. I'll hear a song I like, and then I'll need to sit there. And it's not learning how to play it. It's hearing that music right next yes. to it does. It feels like yes. a feedback loop. Like yep. there's a sound or a set of chords in that song that you need to hear over and over again. And one way you can listen to the song over and over again. And another way is you can pick up your guitar, play it and just and keep playing it. And it just feels good on a primal level. Exactly. So, so that's, I don't know if I answered your question, but that's kind of what it gives me now. Uh, and uh, because, you know, I mean, you know enough about what I do for my day job to know it's, can be 
pretty stressful sometimes. And so uh, it's just almost like a little slice of heaven or something, you know, the, just to sit for a few minutes and play some music before Do you, you ever bring your guitar to work. No, I don't now. There was times past when I've had one here at work, uh, but it probably wouldn't be a bad idea, uh, especially, you know, on those days, which I try to limit these days from happening too much. But if I got to work through lunch or mostly through lunch or something like that, or it ends up I only have 20 minutes for lunch, that probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, You know, it's not my office is kind of small. And so, you know, I can't really play a lot without everybody here. Other people will be hearing. Yeah. Right. So what do your family, what have, so we kind of a little bit, your dad and your mom liked the fact that you were playing guitar and thought this Mm -hmm. was great. Maybe they didn't want you to become a traveling busker. I get that. But like, Oh, this is wonderful. You like to play music too. Since then, what has your family thought about it? So as you kind of went on through the years and then, you know, your wife, your kids, your friends, what do they think about it? Well, uh, my son plays uh, uh, guitar as well, and uh, he kind of took it up because there was always one or five <laughs> around the house, you know, uh, and so he, he took it up, uh, and he continues to play, and unlike me, he does have a very good voice. Uh, it's not a, you know, it's not his is not a real strong voice, but it's he's got a good tone, uh, and, and can sing. And so that's good. Uh, that was, it was, um, you know, that was gratifying. Um, and, uh, my wife sings, she actually plays ukulele a little bit and, uh, sings, uh, and sometimes we play together, but she's a school teacher has a very stressful job as well. But, and she has, she has other creative outlets, uh, particularly in the craft kind of deal, sewing. Um, and she has things that she does that she likes, you know, that are more right. relaxing to her. Um, and so that's good. Of course, both my parents have passed, but, um, you know, my sister, my sister is older than me and my whole entire life. She's always rolled her eyes at me. So, so I, I guess she still rolls her eyes at my music, but anyway. That's all oh, right. <laughs> that makes me feel better. My younger brother, it's uh, what my daughter calls secondhand cringe, where you see someone doing something and you feel awkward and uncomfortable about it. Right. That's effectively how my younger brother, whenever I sing or play guitar, he's sort of, it's almost like he's just frozen in place. Like he doesn't know how to process <laughs> it. It just makes him uncomfortable. He does right. not like no. to see me doing it. No, this. I get it. No, I get it. And see, see, to me, that's crazy because like I've told you before, if I had your voice, man, I'd be set. <laughs> So. Oh, if I had that, I yeah. would have become a traveling musician. Right, exactly. So uh, it's funny how you can have something that you you can have a skill at something. So whatever your voice, your ability to play the guitar, and it doesn't sort of it doesn't become an obsession or it doesn't fill your whole life. You have other things you'd rather do. Like that's why I think your music is so interesting because there's. There's lots of things you could do, but it's not like you want to do music all day that you sit right. at the clinic and you're like, oh, if only I could just spend 14 hours a day playing yeah. guitar, I would well, feel so gratified. No, I, that's the other thing in in retrospect, uh, you know, after you get a little bit older, uh, you know, I mean, I, I enjoy travel for short periods of time, but 
sleeping in a different hotel room 220 nights a year playing these and you know if you listen to those guys that do that man that's that's uh that lifestyle takes a toll uh almost uniformly and so i i yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad for how things have turned out. I guess is what I'm saying. I uh, I enjoy uh, the you know the, the recording of the music. Some of my I think I've told you this, but some of the some of the songs uh, certainly not all of them, but some of them have been used. We I, a friend of mine is had a connection with. Uh, they call them well. They, I guess they're technically publishers, but they're really like uh, uh, music rights licensing houses, you know. Yeah. And and a few of them have been used for background music on television shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's background music. It's not you know it's not like a theme song or something. And uh, so that's enjoyable to me. That's enjoyable, you know, when I record something and send it off to those guys, and you know, two years later I get you know, a check back for a dollar fifty seven. You know, I mean it's it's that it's not enough to you know, but it's fun. It's fun to me. So if anything's filmed, if any of that was filmed entertainment, do you ever go back and try to watch any? Like do you know where it went? Sometimes, yeah, where a few of them not not all of it, like the same company they also license to uh I guess, television production places in some of the foreign countries. And so you never, you never, you know, hear, you know, find out what that is rarely ever. But yeah, there's been a few things that I've heard it on, on, uh, uh, you know, you do get that information back for American, you know, okay. uh, domestic. Uh, but, uh, uh, so not always, but anyway, so yeah, that's, that's, that's fun when you, when that happens. So like I say, it's enough, it amounts to enough sometimes to go out to eat supper or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's worth it. I mean, it, yeah. it's free money. You didn't make it cause you're trying to get right. into the publishing clearinghouse. You know? Exactly. So, uh, but anyway, it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, and, I don't know. That's really, I guess, uh, the the at this point, I, I enjoy that part of it. That's fun. But at this point, it's more like the other that I was saying. It's really some kind of, you know, positive feedback of playing those notes and hearing that come back at you. You it just, you know, it's like, OK, I'm, I'm good now. I'm ready to go. So. So you, back in the day, you sent me, I almost got rid of all, I mean, I had this massive purge of CDs over the years, but I still have the CDs you sent me. Oh, well, I mean, they're fine. in a box. in my. <laughs> and so if I lose them, like, I can always put them back on my hard drive. Right, right. Sure. So you've got those CDs, and I feel like that's how people could get it. And if they're not in the area, they can't get a CD from you. Have you taken your stuff and, like, put it on Bandcamp or someplace else where everybody could listen to all the music you got? This, it's kind of... Uh, um, broken up into a couple of different places. A lot of what you are referring to, uh, I believe, is available for streaming on. Uh, I, I, it, we sent it to a company called CD Baby, uh, okay. and yep. and but then though it may also be like available through Apple or something like that. From them is really? what I'm getting at. Now the stuff, some of the more recent stuff. I set up a profile on a, a website called Reverb Nation. That's one word, R-E-V-E-R-B Nation. And then it's just backslash in my name. And you, it's got, it's for streaming. And there's 
quite a bit of stuff on there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many, some banjo songs and then a few of these guitar instrumentals. Uh, so, well, more of the guitar instrumentals, but yeah. Right. And that, so that's about it really. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that, yeah, if I had more time, maybe I would do that, you know, try to get it out there, but you know, I'd rather, then, then be online trying to figure out how to do that and reach the masses. I'd rather be sitting there playing my guitar, man, you know? Yeah. Uh, so how would they find? So Gene Maxwell, what are the other names of the bands or the projects you've worked on? The other one was uh, called the company I keep. Okay. Uh, and that was you. And it was a dentist and somebody no, else. Yeah. Well, there was, well, okay. So there was, um, we had kind of a couple of different, iterations of the band again because people moving and leaving for a while there was a, a presbyterian minister that played with us and he was the one that had the really uh broad and thorough uh background in celtic music and he knew he had that lexicon of all the celtic traditional music and then uh, there was actually another veterinarian in with the uh, yeah uh dr sam young and then uh we had a couple other guys that kind of came in later uh and uh mike neal and uh, his local business person and then uh monty mulligan was a um uh he, well he's a software engineer kind of you're, guy you're telling me i hallucinated the dentist which i that's yeah. fine <laughs> well it was yeah i think it was the other veterinarian is the that's thing, probably so. another yeah. medical professional that's what I yes mean. that's right uh but anyway so the company i keep uh uh I think that stuff, you can find it. I think if you search for that, um, and it, we, we originally did it through CD Baby, and then okay. uh, my stuff is on Reverb Nation. So so you don't check it, but it's probably still there. I mean, unless, yes. you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it's still there. Uh, we, they, again, depending, you know, you got something has to be streamed about a bajillion times for us to make a penny, but we do sometimes get, you know, get little uh, disbursements from that stuff being streamed. So, okay. So you had that concert, you, you kind of laid it all out there at post-surgery at that December one. And you're like, Ooh, that kind of wore out my tendons. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. you took a bit of a break. As you look at 2023, are there any things you're thinking about playing or any stuff you're playing with and recording these days that you think like a, like, do you have a musical goal for 2023? You're like, I want to record this or I want to write that. Or I want to, I mean, I've got, I've got, oh, I don't even know. Let me count. Uh, there's probably, uh, I, I, you know, there's probably pushing 10 instrumentals that I've written that I haven't recorded. And uh, then some other two or three songs that are in the works with lyrics. Usually my songs with lyrics usually end up becoming instrumentals. <laughs> <laughs> at the request of the of the masses you know that's, I, that. do, is it really the mass like you give it to people and you're like should i and they're like you could leave no, the no, it's not. I, i'm that's i guess i'm over exaggerating or exaggerating but anyway it's uh uh how bad no. is your voice? Now I want to hear the vocal. Well, versions. it's you know a, a girlfriend told me one time she said, "Gene, you can carry a tune. It's just not very pleasant sound." <laughs> thing so so anyway oh uh, i don't you know it's just uh, you know be, the other part about it is too about playing the music i went through a period there 
where it's like I talk all day long and, you know, there was a while we went through, you know, here in this country and it was just so much, you know, yeah, 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 both sides, you know, and it's like, I don't want to talk and I don't want to listen anymore. And and then plus two, it's, it's like, it's like, and, and I did, I've had people tell me, uh, you know, aside from the, you know, the girlfriend I was talking about, I've had people tell me songs, you know, those lyrics are okay, but that music is really good. You need to, you know, you need to let, let somebody else have a crack at writing the lyrics to those, you know? So, uh, so, uh, so I, and I took that to heart and that's fine with me. And I, like I said, there, there was, I've been through a few years where I was just talked out and listened out and I would hear some other songwriter with just these brilliant lyrics. And I'm like, what do I need to be writing lyrics for, you know, to just keep playing. So, yeah. 